Hello and welcome to the Rainy Day Smut Brigade, the podcast where we talk about our recent smutty reads. I'm Hannah. I'm Allie. And I'm Ashley. And we want to remind you that this podcast is for a mature audience only. As a reminder, you can follow us on Instagram or support us by becoming a member of our Patreon. Please, please, <laughs> would you join our Patreon and support <laughs> our habit of talking to each other about books with sex that make our mothers ashamed of us? Please, please. Public. I'm convinced that my mom listens and she just doesn't tell me. Uh, you know your mom does. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need everyone's support so I can get my mother to listen. Toxic Trish, follow my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mother. Support me. She's so nice. She gave me the pressure washer the other day. She was so sweet. She was like, do you want me to put it in your car? I was like, I got it, hon. Don't worry. Ugh, I sidetracked again. You're sweet. It's okay. It's fine. We're allowed to sidetrack because what does the public love? They love us and our nonsense. <laughs> I don't know why. Do, um, they, do they love us? Yes. You guys love us. Don't pretend. I think they're just like, yay, there's crazy people out there like me. Yeah, we're not we're not ashamed. Our mother our my mother is, but you don't have to be. Okay? <laughs> anyway, join our Patreon. This will provide you with access to exclusive content, extra episodes, a couple photos here and there of us goofing off. Don't forget to give us a high rating on your podcast platform, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, and yes, share us with your friends. The friends who will appreciate appreciate it but if you want to weird other people out you can share it with those people too yeah. it's still a listen for us at least maybe they'll get an ad in we can make like all of we can make like two cents two off cent, of yeah. the friend Heck that you yeah. weirded out so please go ahead and do that so today we have a little caffeinated treat for you triple shot eight pumps of syrup with extra cream yes and with a blueberry blood muffin on the side but that's not all it's not? Hell no, because at the Rainy Day Smut <laughs> Cafe, we also have entertainment that's sure to give you chills. You make it sound... <laughs> sounds so exciting. You make it sound so exciting, Allie. <laughs> that's because it is. Ashley, we didn't tell you, but we booked you to perform at the Rainy Day Smut Cafe today. No way! Me? I can't believe this. Oh, my God. And I just happened to have a mic. Oh, no, everyone. Calm down. Is that the voice you use when you orgasm? I don't know. <laughs> it's, she, I've never it's, done it before. There's more of a grunt. <laughs> <laughs> when I orgasm, it sounds like this. <laughs> that turn, does that turn Michael on? Yeah. He likes it a lot when I go. <laughs> Here we go. You ready, you guys? Do it, girl. There's a monster in my bed, and a scream is coming out. A scream is coming out. A scream is coming out. There's a fang in my throat, and the blood is gushing out. The blood is gushing out. The blood is gushing out. There's a tongue in my pussy, and it's licking all around. It's licking all around. It's licking all around. There's a tail of my ass, and it's moving all around. And it's moving up and down, and it's moving up and down. A monster in my bed woke my libido up from the dead. Was in my closet, but 
then it came on out and now i'm coming to and coming with the shout oh there's a monster in my bed and i'm on coming out i'm on coming out i'm on coming out there's a talent on my tits and it's scratching up and down it's scratching up and down it's scratching up and down there's a tongue in my pussy and it's licking all around it's licking all around it's licking all around monster dick in the ass and the cum is running out the cum is running out the cum is running out a monster in my bed Woke my libido up from the dead. <laughs> Was in my closet, but then it came on out, and now I'm coming to and coming with a shout. A monster in my bed. Woke my libido up from the dead. It said it eat me, so I said don't be shy. You better make it. Good. If this is how I die, there's a mess in my bed and comers all around. The comers all around. The comers all around. My clothes and my sheets stains on all my stuff, but you won't hear me growl because I like it rough. A monster in my bed woke my libido up from the dead. Was in my closet, but then it came on out, and now I'm coming to and coming with the shout, monster lover. Honestly, a Grammy, oh. a Grammy, <laughs> Ashley. That's a- I am so impressed by your lyrical skills. I wrote that like I was gonna say she wrote that today. I wrote that today. She like say anything about it like, yesterday. Like I'm proud that I did a load of laundry and. You wrote a fucking song. <laughs> that was honestly impressive. At first, I was like, this is about to be so cringe. <laughs> it wasn't? No. Was no, it was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> I I did enjoy it, actually. I'll give you props. I, you, I did this. My cheeks hurt so bad from, like, trying to hold in the laugh as I was trying not to bust out. Not bust out laughing, like, in a bad way, but just bust out laughing because it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh, look, I was funny for the first time. You were so funny all the time. <laughs> Shut good. up. That was so good. That was good. Thank you. I love my public. Creative. Perfection. <laughs> oh, my God. So now that we are caffeinated and entertained, we'll be right back with an interview with Cleo Evans, author of Little Slice of Hell, the first novella in the Creature Cafe series. Hi, Cleo. Thank you for joining us. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. For our listeners, <laughs> here's a little brief bio about Cleo. Cleo loves all things that go bump in the night. Any peens, coffee, and chocolate. She is the author of the Creature Cafe series, the Warts and Claws series, Doves and Demons, and Thieves and Monsters. Anything we are forgetting, Cleo? I don't think so. <laughs> so, Cleo, what made you love monsters? What was your oh, first monster crush or what happened what happened to you <laughs> what happened <laughs> you're like what happened to you oh it happened to all of us so <laughs> we're right, right along with you no judgment <laughs> i feel like so of course like the beast beauty and the beast it's like the yes. classic for everyone who doesn't want someone to kidnap them and give them a library yeah 
pretty much. Come on. He's a prince. He didn't have to turn back into the prince. Of course, he I did. I would have kept him right? as the beast. We've had this yeah. conversation several times. I actually like Prince Adam. More no, than I, I like the beast. I'm a I beast like girl. I like both. But I would have, I feel like, I'm like, if you can just like do both. Like sometimes be the dude, sometimes be the beast. Transform back and forth <laughs> just for yeah, whatever the day calls. Yeah. Just that would like, have been the better outcome. So was that kind yeah. of your first I feel like it. It's inkling. hard to say like exactly. I feel like I got into monster romance like a slow descent into like I'm a Twilight girl. I grew up in the Twilight era. Yeah, right? Yes. Vampires. Vampires are amazing. And then I feel like a lot of us go from okay like I love vampires. Then it's oh I love like demons. And like you get into paranormal romance. And then you're like oh what if the demons are actually like more demonic. So I feel like I've just slowly got into monsters. And then I started writing monster romance. And I haven't looked back. I love it so much much it's so much fun it's fun to read <laughs> it was, it was definitely, yes <laughs> would you say that you've like always been a writer or did you purposefully get into writing I would definitely say I've always been a writer I've been writing since I was like god like 10 like I remember telling my parents I'd be like I'm gonna be an author one day and lo and behold here I am <laughs> Good for you. not writing in a genre that I'll ever tell them about <laughs> so what was your inspiration for Creature Cafe so Creature Cafe, it's hard to say exactly what inspired it, except I am, like, I love coffee so much. Uh, <laughs> and I also love monsters. And at the time when I wrote Little Slice of Hell, I was grieving and I just wanted to, like, dive into a world that would take me away from the grieving process and really just, like, do something fun that was, like, good for me. And so that's how like Little Slice of Hell came about is that I was like, I'm just going to write this story about this barista that match makes these monsters and humans and go from there. And it's literally changed my life. So, yeah, that is so exciting for you. You're not the first author we've spoken to who said the grieving process is what yeah. started, like, what really inspired yeah. them to start writing. Yeah, it's, it really, it's like my safe place. I love writing so much. I've always loved it. And so, yeah, I feel like that will always be whenever, if I go through something in life, like, that's where I return to is just being able to write and stuff. So, yeah. I love that. Are you able to do that full time now? Yes. Yeah, I've been full time since last May. That's so. great. Good yeah, dreams. it's been amazing. Yeah, you I are goals. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Do you have a favorite book that you've written so far? I have one that is releasing next month that is probably like top three killers and monsters. The bodyguard aspect to it is what got me. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I had never gone into like bodyguard romance. And so I was really like having a fun time with it. Aside from that one, I feel like Doves and Demons is probably still, for me, one of the best things I've written. I really love the characters. I love more the Plague Doctor demon. I had a lot of fun with it. It was the first full length that I've written. And so I really got to dive into the characters in the world. So I definitely think that holds a special place to me. Yeah, that sounds interesting. We'll have to get looking up as Doves and Demons right now. <laughs> I, I love, a, well, and you, the first one you said, I love a bodyguard oh, yeah. trope. Yes, so. yeah. That's coming <gasps> so out. Good. Yes, I've seen Doves and Demons all over yeah. like Book Talk. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, the cover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. The cover is really good. I love the cover designer. She's amazing. <sighs> And when I started writing it, it was one of those things I just couldn't stop. Like, I was, like, in the rabbit hole for probably, like, a solid few weeks. And I remember my roommate being like, are you, like, doing anything else this month? And I'm like, no, I'm just writing. No, I'm just writing. <laughs> it has, it's I'm like looking at life. your reviews right now. This book has some mm -hmm. amazing reviews. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. And I remember when I looked it up, just typed in Cleo 
Evans and I looked at the Doves and Demons and I was like, that's just like a really, it sounded just, it hooked me with just yeah. the plague doctor. Yeah. It, it just felt like something new that I hadn't yeah. read. Yeah. Yeah. And masks are fun. <laughs> yeah. So dark. Yeah. Dark. So do you have a favorite monster? Oh, I, I still love werewolves. I feel like I've written so many monsters. Werewolves are still like tried and true. One of my favorites. And then anything with tentacles. Oh, yes. I, I wrote Cosmic <laughs> kiss recently and one of the aliens he has like a lot of tentacles and anytime i write like a tentacle monster i'm like oh this is fun (laughs) Uh, just the creativity you can do anything you can do anything so much you can do (laughs) so what's one thing that you would change about the book world if you could Oh, I would ask authors to stop bashing reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop getting into reader spaces and being a jackass. Like, just don't do that. I followed some of that drama recently and... It is so cringy. So Do y'all know it? Have y'all followed any of that? I know about yeah. it. I feel like it happens every other day. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I, it's, I just cringe. I just feel like, <laughs> yeah, I get very like, why would you do that? Like, why would you come on? Like, why would you do anything like that? I get from the author perspective that sometimes there's reviews that might be like they might hurt your feelings or whatever, but suck it up. <laughs> That's anywhere, I don't know. I'm kind of like the type that I'm like, just move on with your life. Like, just people. I have books that I've read that I don't enjoy. Yeah. It's the same thing for other people it's no big deal so I, I wish more that's what i would change would be one thing i would just be like authors be chill chill out <laughs> respectfully yeah did you go to a polycon this year i did not you did not i did not i was gonna ask you i you am going to be going next year though i'm very excited <gasps> yeah Yay. you're one of that's the authors exciting. right i am yes, yes. Yeah, i'm really excited for it yes i want to get tickets to it we should go. We yes. should have like a weekend. Look at you going to a <laughs> big fancy con. So when I did... know. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but excited. Oh, you'll do great. Let me ask you a question. When did you per- publish your first book? In October 2021. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So your switch. I think when to... Little Slice of Hell came out. So this was that a Little Slice of Hell was your first published, indie published book? It's. I'm not going to say it's the first because there was some trial and error, but I don't want to talk about those those are we won't ever speak about that (laughs) that's funny yeah it's all a learning process the first book that i one had my shit together semi shit together on (laughs) and i was like look i can i think i can do this and yeah it worked out yeah i like the format i like that you have this series of with this barista barista and he's throughout all these books but they're these short little novellas i loved it that are easy to take in i love do you have any audiobooks I do, yeah. So the first one through five those books have been narrated and then i'm planning on getting the rest of the series narrated but i just i haven't done that yet okay <laughs> and yeah. then warts and claws will be in audio starting in june tantor audio picked them up so they'll be producing them tantor audio picked them up yeah they did yeah it's awesome wow i'm yeah. so excited for you you are doing things thank you <laughs> like, you literally are like goals right now you are goals oh <laughs> so you've written like a ton of the novella kind of style shorter and then the doves and demons is like a full length uh Mm -hmm. now that you've done both do you find yourself gravitating towards one more now i i feel like for the foreseeable future i'm going to be doing full length for the most part 
the Cosmic Kiss series or the Galactic Gem series, actually, those are going to be like on the cusp of novella and full length. Like that's like right, like right in there in the mm. middle. But I, I really enjoy both. I feel like for me as a writer, like novellas are super easy and it's like, oh, this is like taking a little breath and I can just like, do this thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like very spicy. And with the full length books, there's been a lot more challenges as, as far as like one, it's a full length book, figuring out more plot, <laughs> like different things like that. And I think I've really enjoyed that. So definitely for the next like year, year and a half, I'm probably going to be sticking mostly to full length occasionally maybe with a holiday novella or something like that yeah, yeah. Do your other books have like the comedy undertone of creature cafe i i definitely in the galactic gym series a hundred percent okay <laughs> there are some really cute things that happen in cosmic kiss that are just very fun and funny and i really am enjoying the alien romance area as for the darker romance i feel like there are some moments that come up that are funny but it's definitely those are dark romance books right? so like doves and demons <laughs> like it depends Depends on your sense of humor. <laughs> you have a really dark sense of humor. I love that. Yeah. I need that. Uh, for, uh, Three Fates Mafia, I definitely, again, I feel like there are some, like, moments that happen that are definitely more lighthearted, but again, that the Mafia romance books lean a little bit. They're not quite as dark as Doves and Demons. That one's, like, probably their darkest book I'll ever write, but they're, like, they're definitely still dark romance. I gotcha. Okay, so I have, I have author questions for you. Okay. Yeah, shoot. So what's just the hardest part about being an author? for you anything that doesn't have to do with writing <laughs> great i feel like still the challenging part of the job is definitely marketing and getting your books out there finding the right audience and keeping up with that in a way that won't burn you out <laughs> yeah yeah burnout yeah. definitely 100 and as an indie author yeah. you have no choice but to do that right yeah you do it's, it yourself. It's a grind. I made an announcement today about having a contemporary branch i know i saw that i'm so excited I saw. <laughs> and i'm very very excited for it i started writing the secret check one <laughs> yesterday and i'm loving it it's so much fun but I it's still gonna like be smutty, right? Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Let me just let me just check. Yeah. As soon as I saw you, like as soon as I saw Cleo Evans post about Claire Evans, do you know what I really I thought? I said, "Oh, she has a sister that's an author." <laughs> that was the first thing that went through my head. I was like, "Oh wow!" And then I like actually read it, and I was like, "Oh, yes. oh my god!" Yeah, I'm super excited for it. Immediately um, follow. And I like I love small town romance, and I love romantic suspense. Nora Roberts was my gate into the romance books mm. world. Like oh, I feel yeah. like Nora Roberts yeah. was the type of books that I read when I was like between I don't know like fourteen to twenty. Like those were definitely like I I love her books, and I still will read them. When you like stumble, I'm like I want to do something that's like mm -hmm. along those lines where there's either like a serial killer on the loose or something like that but like really wholesome relationships but a lot of spice i'm literally like thinking i'm like i have this porch swing <laughs> this like porch swing, <laughs> swing scene idea that i'm like really excited for oh my for this book oh. so I'm, like, not that much different than a sex swing we will figure <laughs> it out listen i'm i'm getting more and more excited about this yeah, yeah, i'm looking I'm, at the claire evans page right now i am i'm really excited for it but i feel like down the road like that's definitely gonna be i'm gonna be publishing books as claire in 2024 if i was approached that to me would logically make sense to accept more of a traditionally published deal for that branch of my pen name also because i like being weird as cleo like i like doing random shit yeah <laughs> i don't freeing. Have... Huh. It's very freeing. Yeah, know? it is. And like, I can write some really wild stuff and really enjoy myself. And so I, there is a level of control that I'm not willing to give up. I feel like with my monster romance stuff that I might be a little bit more willing to with a more broader genre, but I don't know yet. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. How often are you releasing new books? 
Because so, just right there, I'm like, wow, that's more than one book coming up that you're releasing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So up until pretty much recently, I was on a monthly release schedule, which worked okay for more than okay for me because I was writing novellas. Mm -hmm. But now that I've moved into writing full length, I'm definitely going to start spacing them out more just because I need more time. <laughs> yeah. Probably for the rest of the year, I have Killers and Monsters that comes out in June. And then I have Cosmic Kiss that comes out in July. That's incredible. I know. I'm just like sitting here going, oh my god and you're like and saying the, all the of my favorite stuff. like genres you're like monster mafia alien <laughs> everything together and then a little bit of contemporary like thrown in there randomly i'm like yeah. that's almost my exact reading <laughs> that's your catalog, <laughs> it's, my, it's literally my own reading like that reflects what i read to be honest but you write what you read yeah which so how many like signing things or what do you ever come to the east coast for signing so i'm very i haven't done a signing yet i'm doing a signing in anaheim for steamy Con in August. I'm very excited for that. And then I have one in November in Colorado. And then I have I have a Polycon next year. Thank you so much for doing this. This was so much fun. Oh, uh, no, it was thank awesome you. To thank you, you so much for coming on. Thank you. I've really enjoyed yeah. talking to you. You're you, you're very approachable, <laughs> and it's been fun chatting. Good. I'm glad. I know, I'm definitely I'm like, probably. I I'm not scary. <laughs> I'm probably gonna jump into your inbox. Yes. Just anytime. Just saying. Totally. I'm yeah. obsessed. We really appreciate you coming on. You're so generous with your time. And you are such yeah. a sweet, sweet person to talk to. Oh, my gosh. Thank yes. you. Us, yeah, us Southern me... ladies are just like, you're a sweetheart. So <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Bye. All right, we're back, and we are here to discuss the novella Little Slice of Hell by Cleo Evans. Our book starts off with the mysterious barista. He owns what we like to call the Creature Cafe, a place where he matches creatures of all sorts with humans occasionally. And his client right now is Dante an incubus, a demon, and he wants a pet, someone to be with forever, to share eternal life with him, and to be basically his submissive, is yeah. what I'm gathering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's fine, male, female, what have you. He does not care. He does not discriminate. He's just looking for somebody to love. He gets a call from the barista. He's got someone that is interested, and the barista thinks they are a perfect match. And we don't know the barista's name. No, it's he's, secretive. He's nameless. He's a secret. He's mysterious. mysterious. But this guy's name is Peter, and he sits down at the right booth with the painting of a minotaur but wait wait we know what the barista looks like because it's the cover of that's the oh, cover yeah. of the book right he's the okay, he's, okay he's got the, the beard, that's what i pictured yeah, yeah yeah that's that's the phrase okay. yeah so he doesn't only make caffeinated beverages he creates love and it made me laugh when he said that he had found cupid his soulmate too i know i saw that too yeah he says little did she know i had helped cupid find his soulmate too oh. he's talking to one of his co-workers so dante is a man with horns. He's got dark crimson skin and black eyes that glisten in the low light of the cafe. And he was standing next to the table and Peter immediately has a heart on. Immediately. 
immediately. Well, I think the hard on started because he was looking up at a painting of a minotaur. Um, a minotaur getting blind. It was something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 sitting under the. Yeah. And he wanted. To, he was like, "Oh, I wonder what that would be like." That would be nice. That would be nice. But then in comes Dante, and then he was like, "Oh, oh I better have that." He said he looked like a professor of sex. Yes, I actually highlighted that. It said <laughs> I, I busted out laughing. I, it was said. He reminded me of a professor, a sexy professor, a professor of sex. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I know. And this book made me laugh. Like, it made me laugh. Oh, yeah. There were so many parts that I, like, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like it. Was it sexy to me? Yeah. But it still made me laugh, which is a great combination. <laughs> it's why I like Ice Planet Barbarians. It's, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it was it's, just good all around. It's not heavy. It's just fun. Yeah. It was fun. They decided to go on a date. But first, Dante tells him, I want someone I can love, someone I can control, someone that can be my pet. I take delight in violence and giving pain, but I also take delight in giving the most painful pleasure possible. And to that I say, <laughs> Christian Gray, you need to listen to Dante, okay? He really did notes. need to take some notes. Take some notes from Dante. Yeah. Christian Gray was not creative at all. No. And if you Dante was more creative in his first 10 minutes than Christian Grey was that entire fucking movie. If you are a member of our Patreon, shameless plug, you can hear us talk about the first movie in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. I had someone send me a message today and she was like, oh, y'all really didn't like that movie. (laughs) I was bored the first hour and 20 minutes and then just in the last 10 minutes was there anything oh, okay. interesting good. man when you've read the stuff we've read <laughs> listen <laughs> and then they go to a date on this park bench and dante asks peter why are you interested in dating a monster and peter's like i can't explain it other than it feels right and then they partake in some taboo stuff peter gets a little job from dante's tail and then after that the tale is very ambidextrous it is it's a great tale it can do all sorts of things yeah and they're in public and a woman rides one's by them sees them then dante moves his tail around i did a question about that because she said that they couldn't tell what dante was like he had a like a what do they call it <clears throat> a, like a mirage but it's not called mm-hmm. a mirage it's like called a, a fake visitor yeah but that has like a name it has a name but we're not going to find out. But I can't think of it right now. So that people couldn't tell that he was like a demon. Right. Mm. But then she could see what he was doing when she r- ran by. She could probably just tell that Peter was like bucking. And yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Park. She's like, why is this man? Like, I also laughed. I'm pretty sure it's either in this book as I was reading it or in the book that I was reading at basically in the same day. But they kept talking about like how tall they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they were like 6'3". And I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. That's just He's not tall. Not, they're not talking. So I read that too. I took that as Peter is 6'3". Peter's 6'3". And he was, and he could like cradle Peter. Yes. So Peter, Peter is a big, Peter's he, a large human. But, but I don't Peter's think of 6'3". I don't think that that's that big. But, but, but. He's also buff. Dante is much bigger than Peter. Yeah, I got that part, but I just. To me, it is funny in books because I notice it a lot. And they'll oh. be like, oh, he's so tall. And then they'll be like, he's 6'1". No, okay, and I'm yes, like, I get that. what the fuck? That is not tall. See, because I, I think because of our husbands are tall. Because Martin's six. Yeah, over, I just Martin's don't six, think of six, Walt six, one, as like six, being super tall. I don't I don't think of Martin as being and super tall. And he's 6'4". So when people are like, oh, he's really tall. And then they're like, and he's 6'2". And I'm like, that's pretty average. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Ashley, it's how is your husband? It's just the thing that bothers me in books. I notice it a lot. I think average is like 5'10", though. Michael's 5'7". <laughs> I'm not Michael saying is anything perfection. against is so mean. shorter people. I'm just saying it's weird to me. Maybe shorter people think it's weird that you're weird, Allie. That to Ooh. me, six six one is tall. <clears throat> I think it's you can say tall, but I don't think you can say oh they're like, like they're don't make so it a tall. Thing. They're huge. That's because you're around basketball all the time. You've yeah, like I been around so. basketball a lot. I, I just doesn't feel tall. To me. I gotcha. Doesn't feel big. No, it doesn't in the basketball world. So I could see. I could definitely yeah. see because even like the six three players in the NBA. Yeah, like that's really like short. So tiny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So that's true. But in my world, I'm like, oh, hey up there. <laughs> I'm 5'4". I'm 5'5", five five, so I'm not taller than, that much taller than you. Well, anyway. You're 5'5"? Five five? Yeah. Are you taller than me? I don't know. You're, we need to stand up and test this. Not right now. No, yeah, no, no. I'm but right eventually, right we need to. Anyway, anyways, he okay. ends up sticking his tail in his ass. <laughs> and then using his hand to rub one out on the park bench. But all that to say. Can I just read my happens. highlighted portion? You can. Okay. I want to come inside your pants while I fuck your ass with my tail. And then I'm going to take you home, clean you up, and fuck you again. Do you understand? Do you understand? Mm. Mm. Do you understand? But also, on a, in the same chapter, literally, other than being this dirty Dante, we also have the... Answer me now. This is the cliff. And once you fall, I will forever be the only one that can catch you. I love it. <sighs> Look at this. Just, He's thanks. so multi. Christian Gray. Come Get on. Shit together. Oh. Anyway, they go back to Dante's place where he lives with two other people and a dog named Ghost. And Peter says, it's not every day someone goes on a coffee date, gets fucked by a tail in the park, and then swept off to a gothic mansion. He is living the life. He's living the life. So they do some more stuff, which you definitely need to check out. Because it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and Peter shares some of his trauma from a previous relationship. They continue to do more stuff. <laughs> Because that's what this book is. That's what the book is. That's what the book is. Anyway, there's a daring rescue and things happen and then more things happen. We really need you to go read it, you guys, because it is a wild ride. And it's really, it's such a quick read. You can read this in less than an hour. You can. Probably about 45 minutes you can read this entire novella. And it's. I don't even think it took me 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was so freaking cute. It was. And then his roommate is the next book. (gasps) Is that the next one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because he comes. I I can't say it, but yes. Okay, yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense. And that one's a thruple. It's MMF, mm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Cleo Evans, fuck you. I don't think the whole series is it's various. Like various. There's diversity in the yeah, coupling. Yes. In the coupling, yeah, for sure. Coupling, thruppling. Yeah. Thruppling. I really liked in the spicy talking about spicy parts i really liked the scene i can't remember where it happened in the book but peter had already come on the bed and dante put his head down and held it down in, in the, the cum yes. and i was like i kind of like that i know i like that too <laughs> we can give that away and i don't usually love the degradation degradation but i was like not like that i just loved how i called him like little pet yeah there was like one line he was like look how good you are willing to obey me that's so good peter like i i eat that shit up 
so good. One another line: Dante's cock was pulsing like a fucking vibrator. Jesus, mm. we are ruining these human men. I know they need to step their games up. Why can't humans? Why can't they have a pulsating, vibrating cock? Why are they doing the bare minimum? The bare minimum. We talk about impossible standards for women. <laughs> Make your cock vibrate. Make it vibrate for me. Okay, there are, oh, I was going to say, we rings. can buy it. We can buy it. Yes, yes. Could you like surgically implant it, maybe? <laughs> One day in In 2135. Oh my God. I would, Those are I the cosmetic a, procedures. <laughs> I need a remote. I would torture my husband. <laughs> Men are Just, getting vibrators put into their penises. What is it malfunction? And girls are getting like <laughs> suctions in their vagina oh my god if it malfunctioned and they were at work, i would fucking like, die oh, 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 oh. i would do it on purpose it'd just like, to make it happen it'd be like the episode of Grey's anatomy where that girl's having constant orgasms <laughs> and they call it episodes oh my god and they have to take they have to take the nerves out but they take nerves from her thigh and put it in her clit and fix it so she can just is that run. is that how they did that yeah but then well she you know Grey's anatomy is 100% true science. So Math I had to bet. stop watching Grey's Anatomy once I went to graduate school and started doing medical rotations because I realized how wrong they were. And most of me watching the show, I was sitting there just being like, that's not how that machine is used. That's not what that's for. They have that on backwards. That's not what a pick line looks like. I was so frustrated. Yeah. I couldn't even enjoy it anymore. I, I get a lot of that from Shonda. Shonda? Yeah. Are you and Shonda? I don't think scandal friends? works that way. I don't think. I you don't said that like y'all were like the best. Of I didn't like scandal. I like. I don't think I watched scandal. If I'm gonna watch a show about the White House, though, I'm gonna watch West Wing. Hey, I know it's always gonna be the West Wing. Man. Mm-hmm. I'll agree 100. percent I watched the West Wing. Oh God, that's such a good show. Mm, I love that show. Give me some CJ and Toby. Now I want to watch it again. I want to rub that bald head. So, what would you guys give this on our vibrator scale? A solid three. Give it a three. Mm-hmm. I would. Give I'd it give it a, it a like a 2.5 two. turn three. I give it a two because it's short. And am I the deciding factor here? Listen, the. He pressed his face down into the cum, made him lick it up. Get, oh, oh. He choked him with his tail. They had public sex. I don't know. Hmm. He licked his asshole like it was a goddamn buffet. Okay, okay. No, you're giving away too much. Sorry. that There's so many things that happen. I still would say two, I think. I'm, I would I'm say maybe 2. a 2.5. 2. 2. 5 so maybe I'll give it a three. There was so much content for this one little book. All right. Oh, God. It's up to me. I'll give it a I'll give it a 2.5. Round it up. We'll just do three. I feel okay with that. Okay. We'll give it a three. I hate to disagree with Allie because she scares me. Mm. <laughs> I'm a ray of sunshine. And also because... <laughs> oh, God. I forgot it was me. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> I should have argued for the two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the best part Uh, of this podcast. My favorite part is when we hit a three. The very end. that it was me. Okay, I'll never give another book a three. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rainy Day Smut Brigade. This show was produced by Ashley, Allie, and Hannah. Once again, you can follow us on Instagram or support us by becoming a member of our Patreon. Please. I was about to say, we've like plugged that like seven times today. We don't, we don't, we don't care. We're shameless. This will provide you with access to exclusive content. And don't forget to give us a high rating on your podcast platform and share with your friends. And as always, ladies, good sex to you. A good sex to you. Good sex to you. All right. We don't have anything stupid to say. I feel like we were supposed to say something stupid. I, I was 
just thinking like, what are the chances of you going out and buying like a tail now, or having I'm a tail that Ma- that, that Michael's gonna wear? I don't know about you guys. You can find my new single on Spotify <laughs> called "Monster Lover." Be releasing it, was it soon. Called healthy yeah. snacks. What is it? A ha- healthy. The snacks? instrumental is called "Healthy Snacks," but <laughs> the lyrics, the poet, the poetry is called "Monster Lover." Healthy snacks would also work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Down to her.